From News Talk 550 KTSA and FM 1071, this is Texas News Radio. I'm Dennis Foley. Coming up, there are now projections in every state for the 2020 presidential election, completing the full picture of the race for the White House. Why are Democrats encouraged about the election results from Texas? I'm ABC's Jim Ryan. The answer is coming up. A ruling on El Paso's coronavirus orders and who are the favorites to take over the hosting duties on Jeopardy? This is Texas News Radio. KTSA AccuWeather. Overnight, warm with low clouds and fog and a low of 69. Saturday, very warm and humid with clouds, giving way to some sunshine and a high of 85. I'm Gregory Patrick with your KTSA Stevens Roofing AccuWeather forecast. This is Texas News Radio. There are now projected winners in, of the presidential election in each of the 50 states. Based on analysis of the vote, ABC News now projects Joe Biden the winner in Georgia and Donald Trump the winner in North Carolina. ABC News has now projected winners in all 50 states, including Arizona for Biden and Alaska for Trump. It puts the final projected electoral college tally at 306 for Biden, 232 for Trump. The exact same split as 2016. That's ABC's Aaron Katursky. A divided appeals court here in Texas is ending a mandatory shutdown in one of the state's hotbeds for coronavirus infections. The two-to-one ruling of the 8th Court of Appeals voids the mandate on non-essential business and a nightly curfew in El Paso. El Paso Mayor D. Margo, like some others, are concerned about the economic impact on the city. Most of the small businesses have less than two weeks of cash flow. Almost 7,000 COVID-19 patients were in Texas hospitals yesterday, the most in almost three months. Some politicians want you to cancel Thanksgiving. With numbers rising rapidly and out of control in many areas, this demand from Chicago Mayor Lori Lightfoot. You must cancel the normal Thanksgiving plans. She says that means no outside visitors in a home. And no visitors includes family members that do not now today live with you. Elsewhere, mayors and governors are asking people to be ultra careful over Thanksgiving with numbers breaking records every day. Alex Stone, ABC News. Investigators are asking people in a northeast Bear County neighborhood for help as they investigate the largest conversion meth lab in recent times. Our estimated dollar figures at this point are well over $29 million uh, in methamphetamine seized. Sheriff Javier Salazar says the conversion meth lab on Lake Grove was extremely dangerous in more ways than one. Methamphetamine with acetone on industrial-sized burners could have led to just a horrendous explosion that probably would have leveled this house plus several others around it. The conversion lab was discovered last night after officers pulled over a driver with 10 kilos of meth and two young children in his vehicle. If you have any information on the case, the sheriff wants to hear from you. Elizabeth Ruiz, KTSA News. The names of a possible replacement for a late game show host are making rounds. An international gaming website has posted odds for potential replacements for late Jeopardy host Alex Trebek. In the running are former show champ Ken Jennings, ABC News chief anchor George Stephanopoulos, and astrophysicist Neil deGrasse Tyson. President Trump also made the list. Panama-based sportsbetting.ag names Jennings as the favorite. The former contestant went on a 74-game winning streak worth more than $2 million and was hired as a consulting producer. Lisa Mateo, CBS News. This is Texas News Radio. 
KTSA Money News. From ABC News, Wall Street now. Stocks closed higher to end the week. The Dow soared 399 points. The S&P 500 added 48 for the day, and the Nasdaq closed up 120. The markets recovered some of the losses from Thursday, even though investors are still somewhat jittery about rising coronavirus infections and their impact on the U.S. and global economies. DoorDash hopes to deliver some stock to a lot of people. The delivery giant has filed papers for an initial public offering, capitalizing on consumers' growing appetite for app-based deliveries of food and other things as they stay home during the pandemic. There's no word yet how many shares it plans to sell or how much money it hopes to generate with the offering. General Motors is recalling all 69,000 Chevy Bolt electric cars worldwide from the 2017 through 2019 model years. It's due to a battery fire risk. The company isn't sure what's causing the problem, but it's working on a solution. Daria Albinger, ABC News. From News Talk 550 KTSA and FM 1071, this is Texas News Radio. Speaking publicly for the first time in days, President Donald Trump held a news conference at the Rose Garden outside the White House Friday afternoon on Operation Warp Speed. After praising his administration for the work to get out a vaccine against the coronavirus, he blasted New York Governor Andrew Cuomo for questioning the administration's safety. As soon as April, the vaccine will be available to the entire general population with the exception of places like New York State. Cuomo has said any vaccine that comes out from the Trump administration will need to be validated by New York State health officials before distribution. President Trump's predecessor has some choice words against him. Former President Obama speaking out against President Trump and his refusal to concede to President-elect Joe Biden. The president doesn't like to lose and uh, never admits loss. Obama, in an interview with CBS's 60 Minutes, he says Trump's ego is at play. And Republican lawmakers who stayed silent are enabling him in a dangerous way. It is one more step in delegitimizing not just the incoming Biden administration, but democracy. The former president has a new memoir coming out next week titled A Promised Land. Derek Dennis, ABC News. Washington, D.C. is preparing to handle emotional protests and marches Saturday. Groups that support President Donald Trump plan to be there to rally around him as he continues to say that he won't accept Joe Biden as the president-elect. Our goal is to ensure that we don't have conflict, nobody gets hurt. D.C. Police Chief Peter Newsom says protesters and counter-protesters will be here tomorrow. We're not going to tolerate anybody coming here and hurting somebody else. Even with the politically charged atmosphere, Newsom vows that his department will keep things safe. He says absolutely no guns will be allowed near these events, a rule that will be strictly enforced. Anyone who illegally carries a firearm in the district is subject to arrest. Nick Ainelli for CBS News, Washington. With vote counting and legal challenges still unfolding around the country, politicians and political scientists are already doing a deep dive into last week's election numbers. That said, the state's Democrats think the tide is turning. Fort Worth's Tarrant County hasn't supported a Democratic presidential candidate since 1964. Vote for President Johnson on November 3rd. When Texan LBJ was running, Joe Biden has just broken that red streak. I think a lot of people are seeing Tarrant County as kind of a bell weather for understanding what's going on in Texas politics. Texas Christian University political science professor Jim Riddlesberger says both parties would do well to study the numbers. Jim Ryan, ABC News in Dallas, Fort Worth. San Antonio police say a homeless man died while he was sleeping under a north side bridge. It was on the access road of Loop 410 in Vance Jackson. 24-year-old Christian Cazares was driving on the eastbound lane. He was going too fast and couldn't make the left turn he was attempting. He jumped the curb and hit a concrete barrier under the bridge. Behind that barrier, a sleeping homeless man. 
He was run over by the car and dragged a few feet before the vehicle came to a stop. The car was damaged in the crash, and Cazares walked to a nearby restaurant. Police arrived, found the homeless man had died at the scene, and they were able to locate Cazares. He's been charged with intoxication manslaughter. Don Morgan, KTSA News. This is Texas News Radio. I'm James Pledger, and in the NFL this weekend, the Dallas Cowboys are on a bye and will return to action next week, but the Houston Texans, who are 2-6 and six on the air, look to win their second straight for the first time this season as they're in Cleveland to take on Baker Mayfield, Miles Garrett, and the 5-3 and three Browns. Kickoff is set for noon on Sunday, and that game will be televised on Fox. The Texans may be without running back David Johnson, who was concussed last week against the Jaguars and has missed practice being in the concussion protocol. Duke Johnson is set to get the start in his place if he can't go. The Texans also activate a backup quarterback, Josh McCown, promoting him to the active roster after signing him last week. In college football action tomorrow, the fifth-ranked Texas A&M Aggies game with the Tennessee Volunteers that was set for tomorrow has been postponed due to COVID-19 and rescheduled for December the 12th. The 21st-ranked Texas Longhorns are off this week and will return to action next weekend, while the Texas Tech Red Bears look to snap a two-game losing streak as they welcome the 1-4 Baylor Bears into Lubbock tomorrow afternoon. Kickoff is set for 3 o'clock, and you can catch that game right here on your home for Red Bear football, ESPN San Antonio. It all starts at 2 o'clock with the pregame. Finally in the NBA, the San Antonio Spurs are promoting assistant coach Mitch Johnson as he'll fill the vacancy left by Tim Duncan on Greg Popovich's staff. They're also elevating player development assistant Darius Sangola to assistant coach. I'm James Pledger for ESPN San Antonio. All news. All for Texas. This is Texas News Radio. I'm Dennis Foley. Coming up, the president publicly speaks for the first time since the results of the presidential election became clearer. $29 million in meth at a whole meth lab operation uncovered inside a Bear County house. Four former aides to the Texas Attorney General are now suing him. A department store chain takes its Christmas cues from a cartoon character. I won't let all this commercialism ruin my Christmas. I'm Deborah Rodriguez. This is Texas News Radio. This is Texas News Radio. President Donald Trump shows no signs he's giving up his fight, but as he's heralded the production of a potentially effective coronavirus vaccine, he uttered a phrase that's being read as an acknowledgement that he lost the election. The leaders of Operation Warp Speed say pending FDA authorization, 20 million COVID vaccine doses could be distributed by the end of next month. President Trump says the shots will be available to the whole country by April. In his first remark, since it's become clear he lost the election, Mr. Trump said his administration won't preside over another national lockdown. He then said this. Hopefully, the, the, uh, whatever happens in the future, who knows which administration it will be. I guess time will tell. Stephen Portnoy, CBS News. Other countries are trying to steal the efforts of COVID-19 researchers. Microsoft says hackers working for the Russian and North Korean governments have been targeting more than a half dozen organizations that are working on COVID-19 treatments and a vaccine. Microsoft says the attacks were unsuccessful. Chinese state-backed hackers have also targeted vaccine makers, and the U.S. has announced criminal charges. That's CBS's Kami McCormick. 
$29 million worth of methamphetamine has been found inside a home in northeastern Bear County. The conversion meth lab was inside a home on Lake Grove. None of the agents there could recall even seeing a conversion lab since 2015, and uh, certainly not one of this size and scope. Sheriff Javier Salazar says the chemicals used to convert the meth from liquid form to crystal could have blown up the house and those around it. It was discovered last night after 39-year-old Jose Armando Villasana Hernandez was pulled over for a traffic stop with 10 kilos of meth and two young children in his vehicle. Elizabeth Ruiz, KTSA News. Three shirts police officers under internal investigation for the use of force on an 18-year-old man are no longer on patrol duty. Shirts police confirmed Thursday that the officers have been reassigned. Police say they tried to pull over Zeke Rayford after he ran a red light on Shirts Parkway nearly two weeks ago. But Rayford reportedly drove home and parked in the driveway. The officers tackled him on the doorstep where home security video shows them threatening his relatives with arrest when they came to the door. Rayford is charged with evasion, resisting arrest, and pot possession. New leadership with the Miami Marlins breaking several barriers in sports. Kim Ng making history several times over as the new general manager for the Miami Marlins. She's the first Asian-American general manager in MLB history and now the highest ranking woman in baseball operations in the entire league. Ng has had an impressive career, three World Series championships, six league championship series, and eight postseason appearances. In her 30-plus years, she's worked with the White Sox, the Yankees, the Dodgers, and most recently in the MLB. MLB commissioner's office. In a statement, she said she is humbled and eager and doesn't take the challenge lightly. Lionel Moyes, ABC News, Miami. This is Texas News Radio. From ABC News Tech Trends, I'm Alex Stone. The latest car to get electrified isn't a car at all. The E-Transit is Ford's latest electric delivery van. The company's Yarrow Hetman says there's an economic argument for electrifying commercial vehicles. You don't have as much maintenance, no oil changes, no transmission flushes, none of that. You basically have more uptime. He says a van's powertrain was designed so it doesn't encroach on cargo space, a common problem in EVs. You would open up the doors and you see a big battery there, and that's a problem. That's something that we were very careful to ensure is avoided. You can go 126 miles on a charge. Ford says that's enough to cover the average distance a van like this travels in a day. But Ivan Drury, senior manager of insights at Edmunds.com, says that depends on the user. Initially, yes, that range number will have people scoffing. But if, you know, you run a fleet, you know how many miles your guys drive. You know exactly what you need. With Tech Trends, I'm Alex Stone, EBC News. From News Talk 550 KTSA and FM 1071, this is Texas News Radio. President-elect Joe Biden is putting together the pieces for his eventual move to the White House. He is already in the process of creating a coronavirus task force next week. The next commander-in-chief will be briefed by national security officials. President-elect Joe Biden is moving forward with his transition to the White House despite some slowdowns from the current administration. Those leading the efforts for Biden's 2021 White House say his team is in the process of identifying candidates to fill the near 4,000 political appointee roles in government. In the meantime, transition official Jen Psaki says Biden will soon be briefed on national security. Bringing people together who are committed to putting Americans back to work and that he'll also be hearing from and being briefed by some national security experts. No staffing announcements are expected over the weekend. Andrew Dimber, ABC News, Washington. Four former top aides of Texas Attorney General Ken Paxson are suing him on retaliation claims. The four claim Paxson fired them after they raised concerns about his relationship with the donor and whether he was getting the office too involved in the donor's legal matters. 
They're accusing him of violating the Texas Whistleblower Act, saying he had his chief, new chief deputy interrogate them without a witness. Paxton said the has said the complaints are from rogue employees. The four are hoping to get their jobs back, plus other damages. A former Texas Tennis Academy president deemed one of the more culpable people in the college admissions cheating scheme was sentenced Friday to three months in prison. Martin Fox had pleaded guilty to racketeering conspiracy and told the judge he was ashamed of his role as the middleman in the college admissions cheating scheme. He funneled thousands of dollars in bribes from mastermind Rick Singer to proctors who inflated test scores and coaches who admitted students as fake athletic recruits. The judge called Fox one of the more culpable people in the scheme toward the top of the food chain. Fox said he did it for the money, $245,000, according to court records. He must serve three months, followed by three months home confinement. Aaron Katursky, ABC News, New York. The average price for gasoline in San Antonio is down a penny to $1.74 this week. AAA Texas spokesman Josh Zuber says prices may drift upward as crude oil prices went up a tick this week. Thanks to uh, the news of progress of a COVID-19 vaccine, but we'll have to see exactly how much of an impact that has on gas prices in the San Antonio area. The statewide average price per gallon in Texas is up two cents to $1.82. The Twitterverse lights up over a department store that's taken its Christmas cue from a cartoon character. I'll take this little tree home and decorate it. A Macy's in Cincinnati is invoking the spirit of Charlie Brown. Unlike the Peanuts tree, its Norway spruce in Fountain Square is massive, but just as mangy with mangled and missing branches. And it's gone viral on social media. One user points out it looks like it's seen better days, but hey, 2020 has been hard for all of us. Words of advice from the great Mr. Brown. I won't let all this commercialism ruin my Christmas. Deborah Rodriguez, CBS News. This is Texas News Radio. KTSA AccuWeather. Overnight, low clouds with fog, rather warm with a low 69. Very warm and humid on Saturday with clouds giving way to some sunshine and a high of 85. I'm Gregory Patrick with your KTSA Stevens Roofing AccuWeather forecast. The news never stops. This is Texas News Radio. I'm Dennis Foley. Coming up, a COVID-19 related shutdown mandate in El Paso has been blocked by an appeals court. After an uptick in air travel, the industry says it could be fading as coronavirus cases spike across the United States. I'm ABC's Todd Ant with that story coming up. An F-bomb was dropped by a city staffer during a South Texas City Council meeting, and the Spurs are out with some new Fiesta-themed jerseys. This is Texas News Radio. This is Texas News Radio. President Donald Trump losing support within his own party as more Republicans acknowledge Joe Biden is the president-elect. President-elect Biden's incoming chief of staff revealed Biden has spoken privately with some Republicans. I'm not naming names because we read out calls when we read out the calls, when both sides agree to read out the calls. And he's having private conversations with individuals. The New York Times reports President Trump is already considering another run for the White House in 2024, reportedly telling advisors that an announcement about 2024 could come shortly after Biden is officially certified the winner. That's ABC's Alex Perche. 
A new COVID-19 antibody therapy will be distributed across Texas early as this coming week. Bamlanivimab just got emergency approval from the FDA a few days ago, and Governor Greg Abbott says the monoclonal antibody treatment for COVID-19 will be distributed across Texas as early as next week. The weekly shipments of doses have been provided to the state at no cost through the U.S. Department of Health and Human Services. Areas of distribution of Bamlanivimab will be determined based on three criteria. New confirmed cases of COVID-19 in the community and the number of hospitalizations. Elizabeth Ruiz, KTSA News. A recovery in air travel could be fading after a spike in coronavirus cases. There was a modest rise in leisure travel bookings from August through October, but Southwest Airlines says it now sees a slowdown, dashing hopes of improving revenue the last two months of the year, a key period for the industry. Southwest and JetBlue announced it will stop blocking seats as airlines are losing money by leaving seats empty. Despite a health study that found a low risk of transmitting the virus during flights, the trade group Airlines for America says air travel is down about 65% from a year ago, and U.S. airlines are still losing about $180 million a day. Todd Ant, ABC News. Hackers may have gotten access to Texas driver's license data. Vertifor says a potential data breach happened between March and August and has involved information for licenses issued before February 2019. The exposed information includes names, birthdays, addresses, and vehicle information. No social security numbers or financial information was revealed. Vertifor says that an employee accidentally saved three data files in an accessible storage drive, allowing for a potential hacking. San Antonio Mayor Ron Nuremberg made a surprise virtual appearance from his home during the COVID-19 briefing. A Thursday night, donning a Santa hat, the mayor had a brief ceremony to light up the Riverwalk. Three, two, one. Happy holidays, San Antonio. And don't forget... Mask up this season. Back to the studio. And the Riverwalk Christmas lights usually aren't turned on until the day after Thanksgiving, but the mayor said we could use a little holiday cheer right now. This is Texas News Radio. ABC Entertainment News. This is all wrong. Greta Thunberg, the teen climate activist that captured the world's attention with a fiery speech to the UN last year, is the subject of the new documentary, I Am Greta, directed by Nathan Grossman, who tells me he hopes the film will inspire people to act on what the film calls the climate crisis. Greta and the world at this moment seems to be more polarizing than ever. So, of course, one film can't change it all. But we also know that all kind of activities that we do make a difference. And Greta is showing us that no one is, in a sense, too small to make a difference. I am Greta's on Hulu today. New music from Lil Nas X. I can't even close my eyes. The Old Town Road rapper's new track called Holiday is first solo single in more than a year. Congratulations, you've just blown up The Bachelorette. This may be your best shot at getting close to The Bachelor. The Los Angeles area mansion where the show normally films is up on Airbnb for just six grand a night. And happy birthday Friday to Whoopi Goldberg. The View moderator is 65. Jason Nathanson, ABC News. Hollywood. From News Talk 550 KTSA and FM 1071, this is Texas News Radio. A divided appeals court here in Texas is ending a mandatory shutdown in one of the state's hotbeds of coronavirus infections. The two to one ruling of the Eighth Court of Appeals voids the mandate of non essential business and a nightly curfew in El Paso. El Paso County Judge Ricardo Semaniego had issued the mandates because of a severe outbreak there. The head of the El Paso chapter of National Nurses United said the morgues are full and there's a backlog of corpses. 
The Trump campaign is ending its voter fraud hotline and downsizing staff as it grapples with election defeats. President Trump's team continues to search for evidence of voter fraud, but the voter fraud hotline number is no more, with the campaign now directing people to its online form instead, multiple sources tell ABC News. This comes as the hotline was getting flooded with prank calls and lewd images are being sent to the online form. The Trump campaign has significantly downsized its staff, with only a small number of staffers receiving an extension through the end of the month. Nesda Lequitera, ABC News, Washington. A Corpus Christi City Council meeting came to a brief halt when the F-bomb was dropped by a staff member attending the meeting remotely. Corpus Christi City Manager Peter Zanoni was talking about COVID-19 Tuesday when a man's voice hurled the F-word at him over the loudspeaker. Um, you know that COVID-19 has dramatically changed. Oh, you, Peter. Y'all, th- please watch your microphones. Y'all need to mute your microphones. I don't know who that was, but we heard that. We heard that. Chris TV reports that Joseph Johnson, Assistant Director of Parks and Beach Operations, was responsible for that outburst. He has resigned. The AAA Texas Weekend Gas Watch says the statewide average gasoline price in Texas is $1.81 a gallon for regular unleaded. Josh Zuber tells us that price is up two cents from a week ago and is 46 cents less than a year ago. When we look at San Antonio, prices actually went down a penny week over week, so $1.73 for a gallon of regular unleaded. The national average is $2.13. Crude oil prices are climbing, but the pandemic is keeping demand low as people drive fewer miles. The San Antonio Spurs now have a Fiesta-themed alternate jersey. San Antonio revealed the Nike City Edition uniform Friday, which is inspired by the team's former warm-up wear, featuring old-school San Antonio lettering and teal, pink, and orange stripes on the front. There is also a tribal design of the jersey tag pattern. Fans will be able to start buying the jerseys on December 3rd. This is Texas News Radio.